All right, episode 40 or 41, episode 41, let's call it that. That's what it's going to be. And or it's somewhere in the 40s. Maybe another one will come out before this one gets published and uh, that one would take its place. But this is probably 41. So welcome to it. And thank you for listening. As always, if you do like it, please leave a comment on uh, like iTunes or Amazon uh, podcasts, whatever your listening pleasure is. Leave a like, leave a comment, leave a recommendation. I used to say this more, if you don't like it, you know, if you're going to turn it off right now, leave that in a comment. Say, uh, this is a pointless podcast, but it's not. It is not. It is a just, it's somebody getting things off of their chest sometimes and talking about the state of the world, the state of the world in the mindfulness revolution. When we go inside, we can really face that the state of the world is really reflective of the state of our world. And what I want to say to you tonight, or today, if you're listening to this in the day, of course, is that this is not our fault. I feel like everybody's really stressed out right now. I don't like to... um, label the episodes like with a specific event because then when the event is done who's gonna listen to that episode then it'll be all for just that one day and only like seven people listen to it like saying like a special thanksgiving episode of you know the npr freaking whatever podcast you're never gonna listen to that unless it's on thanksgiving ramadan or whatever the holiday you you celebrate is what are some other kwanzaa Festivus, any holidays you celebrate, you only want to listen to that topical thing uh, on that day, right? But I'm going to break all my boundaries and all my comforts and say this is a special United States election day for a president. And we are coming to you live from right next to my little fish tank in Henrico County, Virginia, where I did vote today. And... A lot of people voted not as bad of a line as I thought it was going to be. I tried to vote early a couple times last week. And every time I I went by the courthouses where they were doing it, super long lines. So the early voting, early polling was, uh, in my experience, more crowded than like the normal day today. I just got this tiny little algae eater. He is... Awesome. He's just wiggling around like crazy. I just got done filming a video of the fish tank for the first time. I've never I've never done that before. But there's a betta fish, and the betta fish are aka like the Siamese fighting fish, according to Alexa. I, a lot of people say Chinese fighting fish, Japanese fighting fish, but according to Alexa, Siamese fighting fish. And they're not supposed to really cohabitate that well with other fish, but he seems to get along great with this tiny little algae eater. I wonder what I'm going to do with that little video I took. But uh, yes, election day. And I want to say this is not our fault. So let me get back on track with that. This is not our fault. Nothing is. this, uh, And I don't think um, who is going to be elected president tonight is really, if you really boil down your emotions, me, you, anybody... It really comes down to like this right and wrong. 
it, it comes down to or what we think is right and we've we've charged up the wrong part with our emotions so much that it is going to freaking sting and you're going to get angry if your guy doesn't win tonight and my guy doesn't win tonight i mean there's going to be anger just like just like before the elections anger on both sides and i want to just kind of release us take a big deep breath out and say the phenomenon of more than even just social media and smartphones and stuff like that it, it's the 24-hour news phenomenon it was such a new technology pretty recently in the grand scheme of things that this this came on quick and we can't be blamed for not knowing what the hell we're doing and forgetting to be you know really decent people through and through throughout our whole entire day our whole entire lives and becoming really responsible and mature about some of some of the way things are right now because this all in in the grand scheme of things did come on super quick and so of course there's going to be some tension we're all getting to know about how this works hopefully you know i just want people to um forgive themselves for emotionally charging something that is just tearing apart their lives or their day their family i mean i got people in my family that would curse the other ones for their opinions you know um some families like really roll with it well with like a good sense of humor and ah, I love you, but you know, just don't agree with uh, where you come out on what we should do politically. Um, in my family, it's, there's like kind of a little heaviness to it. Like it, it's even for me. I mean, if people start getting into what they think politically, it's just, it just takes me out of it. So I'm going to work on that. I, I encourage you to do that same thing too. Because, you know, we're all going to be dying at some point and we don't want to look back and think, oh my goodness, it was so plain to see that we had this chance that really, really showed us where our tension lies and where we are um, turning, where we're turning on each other and what emotion, what spirit we are throwing at other human beings. And it was so crystal clear at that time however we just rode that out and we didn't say all right i'm gonna enough of this what's a new way to think about everything on your deathbed on my deathbed i don't want to look back and just feel like oh dude i i can't believe how bent out of shape i was about that look how look what we could have done so let's not do that and i have a couple of pointers that I can't think of them now, of course, and I didn't write them out, but let me see if I could remember. Um, first one, ah, all right, whatever, let's go off book. Let's go completely off the grid. <clears throat> the first one, let me talk to you about my first government teacher uh, that I really, really appreciated. Um, Mr. Woods. Mr. Woods had this deep voice, Mr. Woods. 
He didn't say Mr. Woods, except the first day, my name is Mr. Woods. And he'd write it on the chalkboard, like real actual chalk. Um, but the roll call was funny every day. This wasn't like AP classes. I, I did not know that you should like strive for AP classes. I always put that out of reach. If you're in high school or going to be in high school and listening to this, get into those AP classes. Because apparently, from what I know, I dated a girl who was always in AP classes. And she just, she was like, what? The regular classes are like a zoo. And I was like, oh, yeah. And you didn't put yourself in that zoo. She said, no, absolutely not. And I was like, oh, my gosh, they were a freaking zoo. So the roll call in Mr. Uh, Mr. Wood's class, it was uh, um, one of the funny things that, you know, some of the crazy class clowns would enjoy, like, the low voice, so almost like, not quite James Earl Jones, but similar. Ethan? Yes, yes here. Uh, Michael? Paul, Paul Rodriguez? Here. You know, um, so everybody just kind of say the name of the person he just said, like, try to do it in that low voice. But the cool thing that he said was, the more you know about yourself, the more you know about government and that the government is made up of, of a bunch of ourselves so when we pull back and we watch what's happening and we don't think that we in our own lives in our own spirit are not part of what's happening we are absolutely kidding ourselves so let's make it the healthiest thing possible the more you know about yourself, the more you know about government. <laughs> he would say that nearly every day. And uh, I wish I could remember one of the exact lessons, but it would come back to it. And you'd be like, oh, my goodness, it's so true, Mr. Woods. The more we know about ourselves, the more we know about government. And where I'm going with that, about it's not our fault, is don't blame us. This freaking social media and iPhone and 24-hour news phenomenon, this came on really quick. We got to adjust. And it says on my Instagram like profile right now, and if you don't follow, it's at Ethan Sherritt Official. I've had that up there for a while. I really like this phrase. I don't know if I heard it someplace or came up with it or modified it or something, but it is, I heard about it somehow. Music Choice Channel. The Music Choice Channel on my cable network that comes with my apartment. It has these little quotes that come up, and I think I modified something from that. But anyway, it says that you have got to celebrate the virtues of your um, political uh, adversary, I guess it was. Is there a better word for adversary? The person who is on the other side of you politically. And instead of attacking everything they do wrong, it might be healthier to say, I'm on your team. If you don't know, I'm, I'm going to let you know that on the political right, the crazy uh, neo-conservative Trump party people on that right end of the spectrum, they have some amazing values that, that actually motivate some of the things that we can look at the bad side of if we want. But really, they they are driven, and the people I love are driven by this. They're driven by 
like this love of, of family, this love of uh, kind of a, a unit that appreciates like this, this time on earth and let's keep our, our family together. And there's some good wholesome things about, about time on earth that are best in shared moments. And it's not even so much about like a traditional family, I believe, as much as, you know, work hard and take care of, of yourself and, and those you love. And that, that motivates a lot of things. And the other thing that's, that's also really good is their preaching, preaching, their attachment to the idea of self-accountability and quit your complaining, quit my complaining, take care of yourself, take a good hard look at what you're doing that might be hindering you and be real about it. Those are some things that are not on the political right. Those are some things that are, if you are on the left, you actually really like those. When you study yourself, when you study these these master guru teachers from um, Sadhguru to the Buddha to this author that I think is amazing, that Oprah thinks is amazing, study what Oprah says. Oh my goodness. Look at yourself and don't expect anybody else to see the true value and the true um, and the responsibility for yourself that you have. One of my favorite motivational speakers, Eric Thomas E, the hip hop preacher uh, on YouTube, just so many teachers are saying, stop your complaining, stop your looking outside for problems that you can be can be distracted by and work on yourself, whether it's your own health, your own mindfulness routine, your own finances, do that, focus on that and, and be grateful. And through that process of you being healthy, responsible for yourself, working on yourself, you are gonna have this uh, flood of energy that can actually be a positive thing in the world and share with others. And that self-accountability is one of the other kind of virtues that I would encourage you to celebrate about that other side. So now let's do it on the flip side. I think that was three, right? So on the flip side, all right, let's look at those, uh, those wacky left-leaning uh, neo-socialist uh, liberals. Man, those guys don't know what they're doing. They're bad. No, no, they're not. They're, they're driven by some things that are like, I see what's going on and this is not right. This is taking away. It's taking away privileges from people that should frickin' have them, like medical coverage. Look at how many people don't have a shot at getting good medical coverage, getting a good job, getting a good education. They grew up in poverty. This is a virtue. For somebody to like dedicate so much of their time to, to focus on messaging that is, is centered around like the plight of impoverished people or people who are not being treated fairly, that's good. Yeah, both sides are, we can look at what they do that's like bad, but and what's another good thing about those 
wacky leftist uh, people. Open-minded. Bring on in some new ideas, you know. What a good American thing, like cutting edge. The cutting edge of, of how uh, society can be run is, is what we think of as like the, one of the proudest you know, memories in, in the United States is what like Tom Brokaw would have written about. Um, is he the guy who wrote The Greatest Generation? Some book that got some acclaim, so nostalgic. And the stories about, you know, the troops coming home from, uh, from D-Day and in a ticker tape parade when everybody understood that we were actually on the cutting edge of of the best way to the best new way to look at things, the best new way to possibly do things in an in imperfect mega industrialized world. Th those virtues on the left, they're amazing. And I'm gonna I'm gonna break it down like this. So so my my point is, it takes a lot of pride sucking up to start doing this if you've built your habits and your life on, on, on charging up how wrong the other side is. And, and that's, that's some pride that, that when people are faced with something real in their lives, like, um, like breaking an addiction, um, in AA, in maybe it's just an emotional addiction. I loved going to AA classes or classes, um, meetings. I don't do them. I'd, I'd like to think that I can drink at a responsible level, even though when I try to not drink um, at all for days on end, I, it's very difficult. I'm just like, screw it. it I need some wine. But it, it got me enough enough interested to, to go into some of these meetings and listen to people pouring their hearts out and they have to fricking work. They work on, they, they rip out the darkness. They rip out what made them feel like the only way to hang on in the past. And they have to let go of that. They have to fricking let go. And we might have to do that. And I'm going to tell you like a personal experience of mine that like when you get a divorce, I, I bet a lot of people go through this. There's so much anger, especially when there's um, when there's children involved, and and at first you're just like you're the enemy, you're the opposition. Everything you want, I don't want. Everything I want, uh, I'm gonna have to fight you to get. And everything you say, I'm gonna flip bad. And every time I communicate with you, I'm gonna be a total prick about it. And and that was like a, a, the natural only way to like to control that energy for a while. But when you see people that are really happy, really working on the same team, and I see this a lot. There's people that have understood this and they got through it. And I was really helped by Ed Ratchford, who is a healer who I interviewed with several episodes ago. Um, talking, I don't think I talked about it as much in the interview but like on the phone one time he was like man ethan it, when i realized that it can be so much better to let those things go and be on the same team 
it kind of goes back on what you've been doing for a while. But holy jeez, does that feel so much better. And it helps our children. It helps our souls to be like, let me do what I can. And if I have to say something that you might not like, I better, I'm going to like really sugarcoat that and explain it to you in a way that Hopefully we could go somewhere forward rather than saying like you're, you're a dumbass and this is what I want. Um, and so the point there is we're going to have to breathe through this and I'm getting messages tonight, tonight like a, a friend out there who said I'm, I'm, I can't do it. I'm going to off myself uh, if, you know. Trump is elected president again. And I just think that that's not worth it. And if it's the other way, you know, I'm afraid of of that happening too, because I see, I've seen the, the crazy energy on both sides. I mean, I, whoo, it's both. I'm, I'm going through this with you guys and I am trying to give you something that's like a new day, but we're going to have to let go of this. Uh, the other side sucks and start celebrating some of some of their virtues and saying, dude, that's not getting us anywhere. It's not. I listened to um, Kanye West's interview um, by Joe Rogan the other day, and that was awesome. Ka- Kanye West is a fun listen super smart, super surprising, really scatterbrained, but because there's so much going on in that brain. And um, that guy is not making like the same kind of rap music anymore. It's still very musical, but he's like in this phase when it's all gospel. He's doing like um, these this massive church that he built and is, is like hiring people to come in and study music and... Um, and have this amazing like choir experience that is like in a giant setting. I, I can't remember if he said it holds, how much does it hold? 50,000 or more people? I don't know, mega church experience, super awesome praise music and, it, and he's totally dedicated to it now. And like all kinds of other stuff, including running for president. Totally talks about running for president and, um, to me, it kind of seemed like he might have been inspired by the new way that a politician can be a politician. You can um, use the social media and say anything you want. It doesn't have to sound like the old party line anymore. And uh, this, the current president is an example of that. Not only did it, was it possible to be... Uh, outspoken, completely at odds with your party, but it actually really helped, and it's part of the um, the platform and the appeal that gives people so much uh, passion when they follow him. So after I listened to that, I was like, man, I really like the way that guy answered. Um, he's just gonna do what's really good and rely on awesome uh, information and and the experts around him and make decisions from the heart honest and transparent to make all those decisions, even though he doesn't know what they would be right now, 
because he doesn't uh, pretend to know all the facts. I thought those were really cool answers he gave to Joe Rogan. And when I looked at that ballot today, I saw that right in <laughs> and it crossed my mind. It crossed my mind right in Kanye West, Kanyezy. Um, I can't remember why I got started talking about that. Why? Oh, just I, I'm with you. It's a it's a really tense situation right now. But, you know, letting it go is a per, like letting it go. That's a personal, deep, deep thing. And it's not something that really makes sense. Uh, writing things out on Facebook that much, unless you're one of those really eloquent people that can write those really engaging things. I got a friend named Caleb who wrote something that was really eloquent and, and engaging the other day. Um, I got another friend named Bill who wrote something that was not eloquent, but direct, just as direct from, you know, from the heart. And that was, that was, you know, kind of fun to read about. And the thing is, I, I don't, I don't like these, these charged things, but you know, I appreciate that people are that invested in one, one aspect of, of culture, what's going on. I appreciate that. I appreciate that passion. But it's so big, and what I'm saying is, it's not just something you can put on social media. It's it's deeper than that. I really, I really am starting to believe that. And if you are actually trying to get through something that must be let go or must be rethought from the core of you, and if it has to be rethought on the whole of us on the macro level, and the macro is just a collection of a bunch of micro us's um that means it also has to be done at the uh, individual the self level and those things take that those 11 step or 12 steps sometimes those those really tearing out what's what's inside and saying i'm going to be you know i'm not sure what i'm going to look like or what kind of things i'm going to say on the other side of this but i might have to do that listen to me preaching thinking I got all this good stuff to say I just I just don't want to see you know the peril anymore and um, the mindfulness revolution is going to bring it into it and I'd just like to see it happen um, sooner, more sooner, more, more sooner, <laughs> more on the soon side than on the later side. In my mind, I really think that just the, I see it picking up steam in, in, in so many like subtle ways that only if you're really hip to that self accountability and self, um, awareness practice, um, and compassion and gratefulness and, and gratitude. If you're really aware of those types of things, you see it everywhere. You see it everywhere. And um, just checking to see if my mic is still on. And people don't really talk about it, but they are, once you start being hip to it, it's, it's a lot of people beating that same, same tune out and same, same thing. And I'm going to tell you, it is going to come to an end. And let's just let's just do it now and, and be kind of nice. Because remember, screw all of this. That's 
that's the one thing I want to say. Screw all of this. There's a, a better way. Yeah, a lot more people should have a lot more money. Yeah, we should not be um, oppressed by any foreign threats. Yeah, all those things are true. But also, there's some element of letting go of the accusations and being on the same side um, as the people who who are in your country, in your earth, in your world. And that's what I want to leave you with. Thank you so much for listening. Please make a comment. Um, if you disagree, follow my Instagram, eth at, at Ethan Sherritt Official, to see the silly, ridiculous things I do to try to focus on things like fish and uh, snails and stuff and lighting a fire in the fireplace, which feels good. I have a place with a fireplace and something about lighting a fire is like, it's really rewarding. So we are gonna to say good night, God bless and namaste and enjoy this because this is what we should all be doing, having fun at some kind of a festival like this. Or church, because this is a lot like church. I mean, any congregation, gathering, come on. Sweet.